Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Welcome back to the 52 Pearls Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Joy today, and I am so pleased to be joined by Joanne Giardini-Russell. Joanne is a Medicare expert and founder of Giardini Medicare, also known as GMED. After 30 years in the insurance space, she recognized the need for Medicare planning, and she coordinates with financial advisors to deliver those services. Joanne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's always fun. Well, today I want to get into the basic nuts and bolts of how to enroll in Medicare, when you need to enroll in Medicare, and give some information for those people who are approaching a birthday around age 65. Well, I'd like to get started by just explaining what is Medicare. We all hear about it, but there's a lot of different, you know, kind of suppositions or terms, and I'd like to get a clear definition. Okay, so uh, simplistically, we kind of try and take Medicare and um, get it down to bite-sized simplicity if we can. So Medicare is federal health insurance. It's just offered by the government, but it's health insurance, and people just need to sort of uh, back up a little bit and not be so afraid of it. But it is uh, comprised of two components, and I think when people start slinging around this A and B and C and D and things like that, people get a little bit overwhelmed. But right, right. It's just, that's where stop, just stop and pause and kind of go back and just look at it as insurance. It could be like uh, similar to your Blue Cross at work. It could look at, you know, whatever carrier you have right now. It's just insurance offered by the government, but um, it becomes an option to you typically at age 65. Not that it can't happen to you earlier, you know, maybe social security disability um, gives you the ability to go get Medicare and things like that. But if you just kind of Put it in your head that hey, I'm turning 65 and I've got access to this stuff called Medicare. Um, that's really all you need to know until you kind of get to be about 64, 64 and a half, and you know really start the the antenna goes up and you're starting to try to figure this stuff out, which is where we come in. Well, and of course those ages, 65 was traditionally originally when it started the age that you would become eligible for Social Security. So there's a coordination between Medicare and retirement for many people. And oftentimes the conversation between a Medicare consultant like yourself or a financial advisor like me is how do we coordinate those years leading up to retirement? It's sometimes it's before your Medicare age and sometimes it's after. Yeah. And that, that's actually important to do. So what we do is we kind of have a couple areas that we work with people in, um, Now, of course, when people sign up at age 65 or or later is typically when they're coming to us for their product, but we work with a lot of advisors, just like you and your clients, as you know, we're working with you as as your people are even 60 years old or 61 or 62. And the reason to do that, and people don't understand this, and we want to catch them. and, And like you do a great job with this is catching people at 62, doing the introduction and having them understand that their income is going to affect what they'll pay for Medicare when they turn 65 or when they join it at 67 or whatever the age is. But people are, I'm telling you, they are shocked when they land on the doorstep of Medicare. 
And then we typically will see them for the first time and then talk to them and say, well, do you understand how Medicare is how much it's going to cost? Nine and a half out of 10 times they say no. So you go with this program that people think is uh, free or potentially heavily subsidized by the government, and it's not. <laughs> and again, these higher income earners can get hit with rates that are as much as almost $500 a month uh, per person. So they're shocked. So work with, you know, that's again, where you excel is you're working with the clients at 62 and just saying, look, we're going to handle income flows this way because we don't want to do this with Medicare and trigger some things you don't need to do. So that's where advisors need to do some proactive planning. Right. Taxes come into it and, and certainly planning for the costs of Medicare are, can be variable. They can be influenced by your decisions. It just depends. And your income certainly matters. So let's back up a minute and start with, so let's say we're age 64, or I love that you recommend people really start narrowing down their game plan for Medicare around age 64 and a half. So that gives you six months to kind of put all your ducks in a row, make some decisions, and also inform yourself so that you can then um, go into the conversation informed and make a decision at the right time. What do you suggest people do at age 64 and a half? It's it's really, it's funny because it it actually, it's pretty logical, right? So we kind of joke that you get your teeth cleaned every six months typically routinely, and you just put it on your calendar. Yes. (laughs) Right. But you just, you sort of know that's coming and you don't blink. Um, And then you all know you're turning 65. So that's not a surprise. So we kind of joke about just, okay, at 64 and a half, just kind of peek your head up. Don't get maybe too intense at age 62, trying to understand what Medicare products look like and things like that, because that might not affect you for a long time. But you know, Irma and income things, that's a different story, but now you're 64 and a half. So you do maybe need to start paying attention. Um, A lot of the reason we tell you 64 and a half is to just avoid making bad decisions. So that can sometimes seem even more important. Right. That makes sense. It, it, age 64 and a half gives you six months, probably, well, maybe four or five months to inform yourself, also evaluate your circumstances. You oh, yeah. probably don't have enough clarity about where you're going to be at age 65. And it does Correct. sometimes make a difference based on your employment status or yes. other factors that of your spouse. Yeah. It's don't, don't do the wrong thing sometimes. So people, some big, big things are HSA contributions. If you're doing that, we need to talk about that at 64 and a half. Uh, Cobra, Cobra and age 65 plus do not go well together. We've been harping on this a lot lately with these COVID induced early retirement. So that's been huge. Right. Um, right. People don't understand how it works. And so you have to talk to somebody at 64 and a half to truly be be, so you don't screw up. I had a call this morning where a gentleman was perfect. He's 64 and a half and he's coming up in, in August for a birthday. His advisor sent him over. But he was so insistent. He said, well, I got to do this faster and I got to sign up. Everyone's pressuring me. I got to do all this stuff. And his insurance, he retired a few years ago. His insurance is through his wife. We, she doesn't know if she's going to work another year or not. And I said, well, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's have a conversation with your wife and you and me so that we can assess if you even need to go sign up. So the media and, and other, honestly, agents and agencies will push people to make decisions really fast to enroll them into a product. And mm-hmm. it all revolves around commissions, right? End of the day, they don't want to push people in and say, oh, you got to do this eight months in advance. No, you don't. You know, this stuff can be done in a couple months um, easily. 
and you just don't, you shouldn't rush off. So I told them, I said, back up, because if you think you need all of Medicare and you go sign up, that maybe is the wrong thing. And then we're going to reassess it later. You're going to just mess everything up. So let's just slow down, have a conversation. So we're having a conversation later this week. That's really all you should be doing. We have a lot of educational things like YouTube. We push people to our YouTube channel to understand, you know, get lay of the land. So you're not kind of subjected to other agents pitching and, you know, the flyers in the mailbox and all the garbage that Medicare can bring too. A lot of bad information you know, a lot of siblings and colleagues and everybody telling you what you have to do. And a lot of it's wrong. <laughs> it's just flat out wrong. So just take it slow, you know, learn at whatever pace suits you and what type of learning style you have. Um, but it, it's, it can be logical. So you just got to, you know, slow down so you understand it and find somebody that you can work with so you can understand it. You know, I think that's, so you are an insurance agent and you get yeah. compensated based on commissions, but you're right. approaching things first from a consultative perspective. So what are the type of questions you're asking people when they first call you and they just say, I don't know why I'm talking to you, Joanne. My financial advisor told me to pick up the phone and call you. So then what, what types of information do you need in order to assist them in evaluating their needs? Yeah, that's a great question because the great advisors, in our opinion, kind of treat, treat Medicare as specialties. Right. You know, an advisor cannot do it. You can't, I, I feel that I'm informed on Medicare and think about it a lot, but I'm not um, a Medicare expert. Right. And you are great about saying, look, this is kind of the specialist to do this because I can't and don't. And that's great. So you have to, you know, get over that to us. So the traditional questions are, uh, the biggest thing is truly, do you need it? And not everybody needs Medicare at 65. And this is really misunderstood. You would not need it if uh, you're uh, contributing to a health savings account. If you are not collecting Social Security, um, and the reason I bring that up is the only time you're automatically going to be enrolled into Medicare is if somebody is collecting Social Security prior to age 65. If that's them, they're going to get at least Part A. There's nothing you can do about that. But we want to make sure they're not contributing to a health savings account if they are. There's a lot of HSAs out there these days. And what that is is just a tax deferred. It's a great vehicle. And if you have access to it and like it and it works with your planning with Melissa, then great. By all means, do that. Just don't sign up for Part A. And mm-hmm. then let's manage that as we go along. So that would be really the only reason you don't want to do that. But the other type of person is, you know, okay, you're, you're on your spouse's insurance for, you know, projecting another two, three years. Well, her insurance is better at work than what Medicare is going to cost you. So therefore, let's keep you on the group plan. Let's and if you health. are still working yourself and over age 65, if you're working huh? for a larger employer, sometimes it doesn't make sense to enroll in Medicare. Is that correct? Exactly. Sometimes I talked to somebody recently who um, she takes a lot of diabetic medications that are expensive. So the, the insurance through the workplace was better for her because of medications. So you have to look at all these features. How much is it costing you? What do you take? What's your health? Right. If somebody and then the husband, in fact, in that case, he was going to the doctors once every two years. Well, if you hardly go to the you know doctors, you're not using your insurance. It's not costing anything through work hardly at all. So don't do Medicare yet. Only do it when you need to. However, we have other people that call us and say, you know, I just got a cancer diagnosis. My work insurance is terrible. You know, now I need. Can I jump out for Medicare? You can do that, too. So that can be a cost savings. It could be sometimes it's just being in control of your doctors. There's just so many facets to Medicare that are just not easy to put into just a, an ABC kind of checklist. So that's right. why it's very situational. 
direct. And it's just, it's hard. And there's so many ways to look at it, but essentially it's, you know, where's your coverage today? What do you have access to? How much does it cost you? What does all of that look like? What's important to you? You know, things like that. Um, there's just, uh, you know, Medicare can provide you levels of control over your healthcare too, which becomes important to people as they do get sick uh, later. So um, just a lot of factors, which is why it really is just a, it's a, it's a big conversation. Um, our, our things, yeah, I mean, like you said, we are agents, we're brokers, we're, we're an agency. That's how we are compensated. But a lot of our, our uh, consultations are one or two or three steps, if you will. So we, you know, the gentleman I talked to yesterday, I probably won't talk to him for a year and a half is the projection. So we know our system, but hey, you don't need us for another year, year and a half. Call us if anything changes. And that's our job is to trigger people and to, to kind of get them to remember why, when they need to call us. Hey, my health changed. Hey, I'm gonna, I want to retire. So how do I stop contributing to the HSA? Or when should I do that? You know, for the effect of Medicare, things like that. So that's our role is just to be the guide to get them to the system. We always say it's transitioning to Medicare. So we are that transition to Medicare kind of team that helps you get there in the right way so you don't hurt yourself in the long run. One of the things that I think about is the first question is, when do you enroll? But then there are some decisions to be made because there's, you know, an alphabet soup of options for plans. How do you go about determining what type of plan is right for the people that you work with? My favorite way to do that these days is truly having an initial conversation and just say, you know, hey, let's back up and I'm going to send you a YouTube link to a couple different tracks. And, you know, especially we kind of joke now with COVID, like you have nothing else to do. So why don't right. you go learn about the two products? <laughs> and, you know, just kind of having some fun with it. But we find the YouTube channel really helps people um, sit tight and, and, and do it. I talked to a lady this morning who told me she's gone through them several, several times and even rewind it. That's why they can learn on their own without anybody bugging them. And like I told her, the feedback is nice for us because there's a lot of times we'll, we'll be on the phone for half an hour. I might not remember to tell her all 22 things about Medigap, but she can get all 22 things out of that video. And that's so, what she appreciated too. So, so that's so, an enhancement to your conversation and a way for yes. people to inform themselves because ultimately you will help consult with them where they will make a decision. Yeah. It's kind of like, look, you have two paths. So when you, when you arrive to the point where you need Medicare, you have two choices, two paths you can take and one's Medigap, one's Medicare Advantage. So it's really important to understand how those two paths differ, how they're alike, how they can work long-term, what they can cost, all those things. But the biggest thing to decide is which one kind of suits what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Then once they decide that, then, you know, we usually get these emails back like, okay, watch the YouTube. I've decided on A or B or C. And then, then we pick up the conversation next time with, well, let's talk about carriers. Let's talk about, you know, does your doctor fit this system, that kind of thing. So it, again, it's, it's created to be this process. And so it's not so overwhelming too, because I'm telling you the forms you have to do in the beginning and the decision tree just to get to Medicare, just kind of overload some people in the beginning. So Again, let's stop there. Let's go to YouTube, self-educate a little, make a list. This sounds really silly, but we tell people, get a little white piece of paper. We're actually going to create a big old guidebook that's coming out in the next week or two that it's going to walk them through some of this. But write down your questions. As dumb as that kind of sounds, write your questions on a piece of paper. 
you know, and the questions can be like, I saw a flyer in my mailbox that said this, what does that mean? Yeah. Or my neighbor said this, my neighbor said this, what is, what is she talking about? Right. So then at least you just kind of rack up your 10 questions and then you get on the phone and our phone calls are free. So there's, we try to make this as easy as we can on people taking this crazy big system. Again, this is all we do. So we get, we can cut through the chase and kind of, we know where you're going and you know what I mean? So we've designed our system to really work, to lessen the stress, to get you to the right product. Ultimately, you know what you're buying. And then we joke that we don't want to hear from you anymore. After that, <laughs> we got to the end and we're joking because you know what? It works. Your system, your, your program works. You don't need us. You're not yelling because you don't understand something, you know, you know, you understand it kind of as you go through the funnel with us. And I think then it reverts back to the financial advisor to just as a tickler, make sure everything's going okay, make sure things don't need to be mm -hmm. reviewed. There were changes in auctions and programs last year that may have prompted a change in what you're enrolled in. And that's where, you know, I was inquiring with my clients, do you have this versus that? Oh, maybe we should mm -hmm. have a conversation with Joanne or someone like her. Mm -hmm. I think that's where the advisor really comes back into play. Um, because then we, we are communicating with you and saying, these are the things your clients need to pay attention to. Maybe it's the annual drug time. Okay. It's September, October. Let's start looking at the drug plans for the new year. Cause that could be a cost, uh, variance. So we want to make sure we just saw a bulletin come out this morning about insulin. Potentially there's maybe some relief for people that are a diabetic, um, on these insulin drugs that are really pricey in Medicare land. So maybe that's a special thing that you will, you know, will feed to Melissa that those can go out to their clients. So right. those, when, when something big happens in Medicare, that's when we're going to be dispensing the information. We stay in touch with our clients on a monthly, at least monthly basis, but it's the big things you want to know about um, that, that can really affect people's everyday reality with Medicare. So that's the stuff we feed to you. That's the stuff that Melissa needs to pay attention to, not the minute details of, you know, do I go online to sign up versus walking in the office? That's for us to deal with. You know so what I mean? So you, you led me right into kind of my wrap up question. So people have consulted with you. They've determined that based on their circumstances, it's right to enroll. There are two steps to the process. Is that correct? There's both uh, some paperwork you need to complete with the social security administration, as well as in many cases, purchase of insurance with yes. a insurance agent like yourself. Right. So when somebody, it depends on when they're signing up for their Medicare, when they're finally enrolling um, at their age, we have right. different directives as to this is right, what to do. information that is not right. applicable to any particular person, a, a quick disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> right. We get very technical. And so it's like, if you're yeah. this, you're this. So, but yeah, there's, there's basically getting you to enroll in Medicare, which is the government piece. And that's half the battle. So then after that part is done, we get you all there, write the proper forms, you know, how to do it, et cetera. Then we turn it to, okay, let's talk about products. Well, products are our space because we don't want you left with this gaping hole of lack of coverage or big cost. So that's where an agent comes in. So an agent will provide Medicare-related products, such as the Medigap, Medicare Advantage, Part D plans, some cancer plans, some uh, dental vision hearing plans. Those are typically our space. And we are compensated by insurance companies to provide you with those products, very similar to a home and auto agent. So you don't pay your agent for your auto insurance extra to have them, you know, handle your policy. So it's the same with us. Whether you, if you call a major carrier directly, you're going to get the same pricing as working with us. 
but we're going to walk you through. We're going to be there to answer the phone and not, you're not going to get lost in a phone tree and things like that. And we can text and we can, you know, do all sorts of things outside of that. But at the end of the day, we're just agents that we know our space. We know our carriers. We have reasons for using certain ones over another. And we'll share that with you. Um, we'll share the rates of everything with you. Uh, we can work in multiple states. So I, I think we make it pretty easy to work with. Yeah. Good. Well, when we were preparing for this call, I mentioned that you could go and have 52 weeks of just Medicare podcasts because there are so many details that go into decision-making and small wrinkles. So this is by no means comprehensive. We just wanted to kind of provide a bite-sized basic introduction to Medicare. Please know that we and people like us have information that are relevant between tying your healthcare in retirement with your money. So I think, you know, a consultative approach will help you with the right outcome based on your finances as well as your health needs. Yeah, and I think it's just super important that in exactly what you said, this is tip of the iceberg. And totally. if you're listening yeah. and you are noting that this is unusual, we do usually ask, you know, has your planner talked to you about this and this and this? If they have not, forward this. To people, you know, people need the information about Medicare, but also it's a great conversation. I love the conversational angle of always talking to a financial planner that cares about the healthcare component because healthcare uh, is really, really big in different facets. And we don't even cover 100% of healthcare because then you think of long term care that they'll be talking to you about that Medicare doesn't cover. So, yes, this is tip of the iceberg. And, you know, Melissa, you can direct them to everywhere else they need to be. And we're just one little piece of the healthcare cog, if you will. So it's, it's just great that you guys bring this up and talk about it. We actually map it out as a separate cost because we inflate it at a higher rate. And mm-hmm. so the more that you can be informed in your decisions along the way and get started on the right path and track, the better mm-hmm. the outcomes is so critical to your retirement picture. Well, Joanne, I'm sure we'll be having additional conversations along the way because there are so many interesting and relevant topics in the world of Medicare. But in the meantime, thank you so much for joining us. The best way for people to find you and that information that you described on YouTube and your website. Best place to go is YouTube first. YouTube is just do a search for Giardini Medicare and I'll spell that for you. It's G-I-A-R-D-I-N-I and then the word Medicare. And you'll find Cameron on there. Cameron is in charge. He's my oldest son. He does a great job with our our videos. And the next uh, place to go is our website. And it is gmedicareteam.com. Or you can always call. It's 248-871-7756. Multiple ways to reach us. And there's there's five people answering phones, things like that. So somebody can typically take care of anybody. Perfect. Well, we'll make sure to have that contact information in our show notes as well. And we really appreciate the time learning all about Medicare. Likewise. Thank you. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.